Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. And uh, it's time to talk some uh, some decent stuff, actually, some sport with uh, Andrew Voss uh, coming out from uh, straight out of his show on Australia, SEN Sydney, of course, The Breakfast Host, with Brandy Alexander. Uh, a busy morning for you, I imagine, uh, looking back at NRL action over the weekend between the two of you, so uh, we won't let you stop. Uh, we'll talk about it here as well. Uh, the first uh, the game, of course, of interest to us uh, was postponed due to wild weather. Uh, what about the uh, prospects for it going ahead uh, tonight, I believe? Yeah, good morning, City. All, all to our listeners, yeah, look, the, the, the weather hasn't got any better up in uh, southeast Queensland and starting to move south. In fact, they're talking about floods up in the northern parts of New South Wales. If our listeners know the uh, town of Lismore, they're talking about their worst ever uh, flood levels approaching 14 metres when their previous biggest were under 13 metres, and that's going back to the, the 1950s. But um, as for the trial match, they will be meeting, now let me just synchronise watches, in just under two hours' time, stay Queensland will get together, but I had a word with a Titans official this morning uh, who said, look, it's not looking good. And, and look, I don't think there could be a rescheduling given um, the weather forecast remains poor. Um, you talk about flood levels unprecedented in some areas. And, and look, on, on, on just a um, you know a family note away from football, I, I don't know whether the players would want to be away from their, their partners or whoever in their living arrangements at the moment because so many people are affected by floodwaters. So it's not as if you can just you know go off to work as normal. Normal and footballers would be down on the gold case. They'd be worried about getting home, getting back. So um, I personally don't think it'll go ahead, but we'll have confirmation in the next couple of hours. Okay, let's uh, look at uh, the possibility should that game go ahead, and it doesn't sound like it will. But uh, anyway, early in the season, uh, now it is reality that uh, it's not far away. Which means the reality is Sean Johnson re- rejoins the Warriors um, in that uh, those halves positions. So. Uh, what are you expecting uh, from Sean Johnson, uh, let's be fair, towards the tail of his career? Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about that. It's still been one of my favourite players to call when he's been on. He's just, you know, tremendous entertainment, you know, incredible talent. There's no doubt about that. But it, he, he has to go back as the mature leader, doesn't he? Even if he's not the captain, and he's not, but he does have to be a leader. Um, so whatever role he plays this year has to be more than just on the field. And I think he's up to it. I think he's up to it. He's probably at a stage of his life now. He's a he's a father as well. I mean, things change from being the, you know, the kid who came in back in 2011 and by what, by his 16th game, he was playing in a grand final. So you know, there's a lot. He brings a lot to the table, but I suppose the fans want the on-field action the most. And will they have the Sean Johnson from his best days? Possibly not. But I still think it's it's more a plus than a minus. Sean Johnson returning to the Warriors, 
Um, depth is a great thing. It's, it's great to have. Katie Nikarimu, Chanel Aristavita, just all, you know, competing for places um, and then throwing to the mix Ash Taylor looking for a contract. You know, that's a healthy position to be in. So I think the Warriors are in decent shape, but we're not going to know if they're in absolutely great shape until we're five or six rounds into the season, I suppose. Yep, absolutely right. I, I see Latrell Mitchell got his suspension reduced, citing the all-star fixture as uh, one that should be counted towards the games he misses out on. <laughs> I don't get it. I can't explain that one. You know, to me, that's just opening up a can of whoop-ass by the league because you know, every other club, I mean, basically, you know, on the all-star selection, when a player like Shaq Mitchell will play, who's never played an NRL game, played in that game, that means that anyone who was eligible for either side, if they were under suspension, could say, well, I was, I was likely to be picked. If they're picking players that have never played first grade to play in the squad, I, I, I'm saying you could wipe off a game suspension. That it can't just be Mitchell. You can't say he's the only certainty. Um, so you know, I, I don't know why the league did it. I really don't. Um, let Mitchell play a trial match if you want, but you can't be wiping suspension off playing those sorts of matches when not everyone is eligible for them. Uh, let's look at uh, matches that were played uh, over the weekend. Uh, the Dragons uh, breaking their charity shield drought over South Sydney. Uh, Zach Lomax looking pretty strong for the Dragons. Oh, a lot of the young Dragons are looking very strong, Smithy. I actually drove out to Mudgee to call that game. It's about a four-hour drive and enjoyed the trip. But, uh, you know, the Dragons have got... Uh, there's another one with depth. You go through their squad, you can put about 30 names down on a piece of paper and they've all, all of that 30 have had a taste of first grade. So they're a classic case of true adversity. Maybe young players got their chance in first grade ahead of time, but now you get the reward of that. So, you know, there's Dragons players that were called into first grade last year when the side was going like a busted, um, but now have got that first grade experience and are, are better for it. And there's no doubt their talents. Um, you need to know these names. Tyrell Sloan at fullback. Um, the, the young fella Ramon Talatau Ramon at, at 5'8". Terrific talents. Um, Zach Lomax is only 22 out in the centres. I, I like the mix. I really do like the mix of young up-and-comers and some hardheads in the side or experienced players that perhaps aren't at the best you know, point of their career. But I think they have a bit to offer. I think the Dragons big improvers this year. Okay. Uh, what about the Cowboys then? They were too strong for the Broncos. Uh, they've got some brilliance in their ranks as well. Todd, mate, Todd Payton's men uh, shaping up okay in your eyes? Uh, Hemiso Tabuai Fido at fullback is as exciting as any young player in the game, and he's already played Origin, so we know that. Uh, I'm not, I'm not as confident of the Cowboys improving as I am of the Dragons, um, but you know, it's, it's really up to. It's really they have superstars. Obviously, Tamalolo, Valentine Holmes, if they can play at nine out of ten level every week, then obviously that makes yeah the Cowboys are going to be in good position. But I. I'm not totally convinced about the Haas recruitment. I know Chad Townsend did well the other night. Tom Dearden's there. Scott Drinkwater in the mix still. Um, I don't have the Cowboys in my top eight this year. Okay, the Cowboys not in your top eight. How about the Eels? Monster the Panthers uh, on their turf, thirty-six nil. Man, that is uh, that. That's. Uh, I mean, you don't look at a lot of the scoreline in terms of uh, preseason games as such, but uh, that does take note, doesn't it? Thirty-six nil. Oh. Hard to ignore, isn't it? It's hard to ignore a scoreline yeah. like that against yeah. the defending premiers and the defending premiers picking, you know, their, their stars as well. One big star didn't play for Penrith, of course, and that's Nathan Cleary, and he's the driver of the bus. But surely Penrith isn't a side that relies so heavily on Cleary 
that when he's not there, they could fall apart to the tune of 36 nil. Yes, it's a trial. <clears throat> and to the Paramarials fans listening right now, celebrate it to a point, but know that if you put up a competition table today, Parramatta and Penrith are both still on zero points. So you haven't actually got anything yeah. in the bank. I have seen it go wrong before. Warriors fans might remember some years back. I, I sort of remember them thrashing the Broncos in a pre-season trial and then season got underway and Brisbane came out and won round one and the Warriors lost. I mean, it, it, I'd rather win 36-0 than lose 36-0, but you just got to yeah, just, just hold the champagne. I wouldn't be bringing up the, the top-shelf champagne just yet if I'm a Parramatta fan. Good signs, but don't get carried away. History tells us do not get carried away. So looking at the rosters for this year and looking at a little bit of early season form as such, have you got a bolter, Vossi? Uh, have you got a, you got, got a side that really is going to demand more respects than uh, perhaps uh, last time round? Oh, I think, I think the Dragons is that side, personally, Smithy. I mean, they had barbecue gate last year, so from the time they had the, the barbecue, they had to never won another game. I, I think they um, are better than what the betting prices suggested in terms of, of making the top eight. I think they're going to be thereabouts. But then again, I think there'll be a lot of teams sort of mid-table and challenging. Um, so start to the season very good because teams under pressure looking to improve, like the Bulldogs, like the Broncos, if they start the season bad again, pressure will build up very quickly. Whereas sides looking to improve, if they start the season well, suddenly they train a bit harder, there's a spring in their step. Confidence breeds confidence. So uh, very, in, I'm intrigued by the start to this season. I think we could have some upsets very early in the season. It may happen very first week of the season. Tigers will take on an understrength Melbourne. That'll turn the world upside down. If the Tigers could knock over Melbourne in the first round, they'd never been beaten first round under coach Craig Bellamy. So, tough one for tipsters going forward. Have we learned a bit out of the trials? Yes, we have. Am I any smarter in terms of how the season's going to unfold? No, I'm not. Um, so, um, yeah, just bring it on on Thursday week and sit back and do your best in your super coach and your tipping comps and all the rest. Well, I've got to say, uh, from an outsider looking in, has the game ever been stronger with uh, fullbacks, uh, if you look at the comp? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty fair statement. Look, we've, we've had some beauties, obviously, but it's a, it's a go-to position now. And, and because of... Um, and, and I credit players like Billy Slater for the evolution of the fullback, the way that he played. Your fullback now challenges for the most skillful player on the field. The fullback doesn't just catch bombs and kick returns. I mean, he's a playmaker as well. So, you know, and we're seeing that. You know, all the young fullbacks now are developing and coming into the competition with a passing game as well. So that, that just makes for better football, makes for better product. And um, we see it right across the board. And that young kid, Sloan at the Dragons, Selwood Cobbo is going to be a terrific player at Brisbane. You've seen Reese Walsh at the Warriors. Yeah, our fullbacks are superstars now um, and can become superstars in a very short space of time. Uh, we've got a text in this morning, and I've got to, I have to confess that I watched a little bit of uh, the Telstra Women's Premiership yesterday, two or three really yep. competitive games. Quite a lot of quality in there. The, the Eels hitting a drop quick to beat the Knights 13-12. Uh, I think we we're uh, hoping like hell we could get a New Zealand team in there at some point, uh, COVID-free, etc. cetera, Vossi. But uh, gosh, there was some good quality in that some of that rugby league. There was. Um, and, but, but look, a lot of people are saying, oh, why don't all clubs have teams and all that sort of thing? Look, those who are close to the game, and Dean Witters I had a good chat with last week. Now, Dean's a former first grader. He coaches the Parramatta. Uh, women's side who won yesterday with that field goal 13-12 um, and he's previously coached the South Sydney women's side which play the the week-to-week competition 
He said, no, they've got it right. They, they, you know, they've gone to six, the depth of talent. It would, be no, it would be no benefit jumping ahead to a 10, 12-team competition, even 16, you know, every club represented. There just isn't the depth. There isn't the quality of player to sustain that competition. So they've got it right with a six. I'd like to see them play a season a little longer than what they're playing, Smithy. You know, they're only playing mm. for seven weeks. They will have another season later in the year. This is the 2021 season you're watching now. And they'll have another season at the end, but maybe we could have a you know a two round format where everyone plays each other twice. You know that that mm. should probably be a consideration. Um, but yesterday was a, a huge step forward for the women's game. Big television audience, triple header. You know they they stood alone. It was not they weren't playing curtain raisers to the men. They had set a stage yesterday, and and boy they'd be happy with the way they performed. Yep, absolutely, Vossi. Uh, thanks very much for doubling up straight again after your show. Uh, have a great week, mate, and we look forward to it starting proper very shortly. Thank you. Yeah, will do, Smithy. Have a great week, everyone.